0: Music Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Kahala, and I'm your host. Today, we are concluding our series on financial literacy. It's been an amazing series. We've talked about home ownership. We've talked about financial planning and business and estate planning with our families. And today, we conclude with Make It Make Sense with Regina Fowler, financial consultant, to help us be better stewards of our money and build wealth for generations to come. Hello. Well, hello, Thank Regina. you for inviting How me. How are you? I'm doing
1: good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much. I'm glad to share my knowledge with your audience.
0: Thank you yeah. so much. Uh-huh. It is something that is mm-hmm. so important and yeah. much needed. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we've talked mm-hmm. about home ownership. We've talked yeah. about business mm-hmm. and finance and business and uh, Ryan came and we talked yeah. about um estate planning yes and so now we want to talk about uh-huh. a holistic pulling all of that together yeah with your knowledge and your understanding with our listening audience on how to be good financial stewards yes it's very important <laughs> before estate planning you have to be a good financial steward so <laughs> yes
1: so please tell mm-hmm. us about yourself okay well I'm um Regina Fowler, I uh, actually was born, raised, and lived in St. Louis all of my life. Um, I am uh, a product of the St. Louis City Public Schools, but I graduated from undergraduate school from Washington University with a degree in accounting. Um, And right after uh, graduating, I became a CPA. Took the CPA exam, became licensed, and I remain a licensed CPA today. I did get my MBA from UMSL, and I worked in corporate America all my life, um, as mainly, you know, I grew to become over uh, finance departments for several companies here in St. Louis. And um, I recently, well, retired about three and a half years ago. And uh, mostly, I've been spending most of my time really advising people and groups on how to become financial financial stewards, because everybody's interested in wealth and wealth management, but most people don't have wealth. And so um, my goal is to really encourage people to start you know, with first things first, become a good steward, build what, build. Some resources so that you can establish wealth. And so I spend uh, time talking to groups and individuals on how they can manage their finances so that they can leave a legacy for their children and just enjoy life in general, especially as they uh, get older and don't have all the stresses of college tuition and things like that. And so um, in my retirement, I've been doing that a lot. And also just to plug this, I wrote a book, Simply Grateful, and it really, um, highlights my, our journey, my family's journey, journey to financial freedom and to where we are today. And, um, it, it really lets people know that good financial management, good financial stewardship really works and it helps us get to our end goal, which is to live life in financial freedom and have some wealth
0: as well. So, <laughs> so what made you choose Mm -hmm. finance like what drove you from was it a childhood thing you Mm -hmm. were always good at math (laughs) or was it something that happened that you're like oh this will never happen again like what led Mm -hmm. you into the um the area of finance
1: well it certainly was a fit for my personality i mean i'm very detailed oriented (laughs) and i love things to be in order,
0: so decent and in order, yeah, decent, and, <laughs> decent in order. and in order,
1: and so yeah, and so um, I knew that business would work for me. But when I back when I was in college in the early eighties, um, not many African Americans were majoring in accounting. I was determined to become an accountant and a CPA. So when I when almost my friends were you know general business majors, marketing majors, but I was not going to do that. I was going to be a CPA. Uh, at the time that was like the highest in our, in the business, highest profession in the business school. And that's what I was going to be. And that's what I became. And so, um, awesome. um, it was just a goal of mine to be, you know, at the highest level in finance. So that's
0: how I became a CPA. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So that means a lot yeah. because like you said, as an mm-hmm. African-American woman, yes. that was not mm-hmm. a field that we dominated in correct as a matter of correct. fact we were the minority and very well are we still the minority
1: we still are a minority but how however there are a lot a lot more Lot, the numbers are much larger now than they were when I was in college. So they're not, a, um, they're not afraid of accounting. The young people aren't afraid of accounting. They're like, if this is what I'm going to be, I'm going to do it. Back then, we were really steered toward maybe general business more than accounting, and I just was not going to be steered that way. I was going to stick to what I wanted to be. So, But, yeah, I, I taught accounting courses for a few years, and they're not near as afraid of accounting um, now
0: um compared to what when i was in college so (laughs) and i love that that you said that's what i wanted yeah i had my (laughs) my eye set on that and i was gonna keep my eye on the prize until i obtained my goal correct because here at pros and politics Uh podcast we're all about Uh women empowerment and women supporting women And we can do anything we want to do. Exactly. Right. In so many areas, Mm -hmm. we are, you know, such a small percentage. I always talk about how Mm -hmm. African-American women only Uh represent 2% of all lawyers in the country. But, and you said Uh you're you're beautiful daughter. I'm sure she's one of those. I think she's beautiful. (laughs) You know, in that 2%. And so, so many people don't Uh understand just in so many areas where we still have to make gains in terms of numbers, but we're still in those spaces. Right. Being heard, making change, and just doing excellence.
1: And being leaders in our field, too. Mm -hmm. That's very important that we become leaders in our fields because we can guide the path for other young people, uh, female or male, African-American or non-African-American. We can direct that path. And and because we understand why diversity is important and Mm -hmm. we can direct the path to other people getting into those areas of leadership. So So
0: what unique perspectives do you Mm -hmm. think that you bring to your, your Mm -hmm. clients or to the people that you help minister to in all Mm -hmm. the things that you believe we need to be doing financially as a community?
1: Well, um, one, I, 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 understand money and I understand it from two perspectives, how it can hurt you and how it can help you. Um, I, I believe that, you know, the scripture says money answers all things. And I mm-hmm. and, and it and it really does. It really it's does. It's amazing, and we see it in our our economy. Sure, you could be wrong as you can be, but if you have money, it could you can Get you can your be right. right. Exactly, <laughs> you can
0: be made right.
1: You can be made right correctly. Mm-hmm. But I also see how money can hurt when that uh, drive for money becomes the most important thing in your life. And I understand that because you know, even though I'm a, a CPM, my husband actually is a banker. You know, we actually got c- caught in the trap of. All the uh, bad things related to money, tons of debt, um, trying to live uh, paycheck to paycheck, robbing Peter to pay Paul in terms of our bills. And we realized that as much knowledge as we had, we got trapped into what so many people get trapped into trying to uh-huh. live before they've lived financially before they work towards saving and preparing themselves for a good life. And so when we got pregnant with our daughter, we were married six years before our first child. And uh, it hit us that we can't bring someone into this world and in the financial condition we we're in. Okay. So we actually took a path that I actually take others through. Get to know yourself financially. Understand how you view money. And then eliminate those things that are bad and replace them with those things that are good understanding how money can work for you. And this book that I wrote is all about that path. Once you really grasp an understanding of how money can work for you and start applying those tools to your finances, it is amazing how things change for you and in your life and in your life, the pressure of finances are gone. And then you could do things like retire early. So like I did, and my husband who's, I'm sorry, um, a 62, He's retiring this year because we prepared wow. ourselves um, that way. But what's unique about us is that we didn't start that way. We started out like so many other people, even though we knew better. And I think that's a very unique uh, perspective. And I think it's important as I when I explain that to the people I counsel.
0: So You just spoke to me mm-hmm. in so many ways. <laughs> and I'm sure you spoke to our mm-hmm. listening and viewing audience because, mm-hmm. again, uh-huh. so many of us mm-hmm. come from, you know, Families that are Mm -hmm. not affluent. Yes. No silver spoons. No, no trust. No, any, any of that. We have student loan debt. That's how we make it through school. We come out. We do credit Mm -hmm. cards in college to pay for, you know, I've been there. Right. I've been there. So I definitely Mm -hmm. have not always been Uh in the place that I am in my husband and I. And there's Mm -hmm. talking to you. There's so many places for us to still go. Yeah. But it is really a blessing to hear somebody Mm -hmm. say, I didn't start out like this. Right, right, right. But we can shift this. We can shift your credit. We can shift your savings. We can change your mindset because I think the biggest thing that so many of us struggle Mm -hmm. with is the mindset. Yeah. Like, so true. What can we, what are we doing that Uh we don't even know we're doing wrong? What are -hmm. we doing right that we don't even know we're doing right? Correct, yes. And can we change our mindset Mm -hmm. to this affluent this million Uh this legacy mindset right and it's going Mm -hmm. to be a blessing to our children we want better Mm -hmm. for our children than we had than we had correct and so it's all about Mm -hmm. a state of mind a plan that's what we talk about here all the time yes a plan and then Uh working that plan that's exactly right working that plan (laughs) yes so Mm -hmm. tell us like Where do we Uh start? Like, I'm sure this is a much longer conversation and Mm -hmm. you'll have to come back. I was asked at the end, (laughs) will you come back? But you'll have to come back. Uh But where can we start? Like, what do you say? Well, let's Uh start here. Or what questions do you ask that we can ask ourselves to get started? Well, when I talk to
1: um, uh, uh, counselees and I call myself a financial counselor. And when I talk to those people that I counsel, I, I give them an assessment first. Because I need to understand where the, how they think about money and how they think about life in general really. Um, do they I, I try to establish whether they consider money as a short-term asset to get them from really point A to point B or are they really thinking about money uh, that money in a way that gets them from point A to point Z? Most people, think about money uh, in terms of getting from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately translates often into living paycheck Paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. Um, I was reading a statistic and as of June, 61% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck Mm. and those making over 200 grand, which is considered a reasonable salary in the United States, 36% of them are living paycheck to paycheck so um most people view money as an asset to get you from point a to point b but those who are truly successful in their finances look more long term uh and go talk about how can what i do today get me to where i want to be in my 50s in my 60s how do i want to retire you know um do i want to retire and basically uh have the uh you know bare necessities of life and a little extra, or do I really want to do things like have a vacation home, be Mm -hmm. more comfortable, have a vacation home? Uh, My husband and I are traveling to uh, Las Vegas in a couple of weeks to look at vacation homes. So do you want those kind of things? And do you want those things without debt? So um, I, I think starting out assessing yourself and deciding what do I really want? And then establishing that plan. Most people think budgeting is a terrible word, but budgeting really is about taking control of your finances and you directing your money to work for you. And knowing how you spend that money, knowing where that money is going is absolutely is important. I mean, when you discover how much, when I work with people and they discover how much they're paying for things like eating out at fast food places that really only get us fat, or uh, paying uh, interest when they're paying their debt, how much money every year they're paying in interest versus putting money in their 401k or investing that money, it becomes a shocker. And what it does is encourages people to make a change in their lives. And that's exactly what happened to my husband and I. Once we realized, wait a minute, we are in way too much debt and we sat down and wrote everything down our whole goal was make a change, make a change, make a change. And we did not make a change with the idea that, hey, one day we're going to be really, really comfortable. We made a change because we didn't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So um, I try to guide people uh, and help them understand they could get to a different point in their lives a lot sooner if they just evaluate themselves and if they just make a plan. So
0: <laughs> That's excellent mm-hmm. point. A to B or point mm-hmm. A to Z. Yeah. I love that yeah. <laughs> because you're right. So uh-huh. many people are paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, yeah. or just a little bit better than paycheck to right. paycheck. Yeah. And A to Z, uh-huh. you can almost breathe thinking about it. Yeah. Like you right. there's comfort in saying, yes. Oh my goodness. So yeah. I am good from here. Until, like we just talked about, my yeah. 95-year-old grandmother. Right. Who's, yeah. who's still going. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> the very thought of being able mm-hmm. to be comfortable mm-hmm. with no financial worries yeah. from A yeah. to Z. And we exactly. don't even look at it that way. Well. No. No. We, we we've never had uh-huh. Regina come and say, mm-hmm. would you rather be A to B or A to Z? And you're like, what is that? Right, and then you explain right. it just like you did. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I would be crazy not to want, <laughs> at least want the A to Z option, yeah, but right. it's I, it's scary. Yeah. Like the the thought, you, it's you not yeah. scary. It feels unattainable. Yeah, it feels
1: unattainable at yes. forty
0: five uh-huh. or thirty five or yeah. twenty five. Mm-hmm. It feels unattainable yeah. to be A to Z.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, right. And really, getting there is interesting because it's not like you skip over C, D, E, and F. It's just that you are going through that path, but all along <laughs> when you're at point. C, D, or F, you're still thinking about Z. And you're preparing yourself for Z. And um, as you prepare, you know, that point Z, um, as I'm calling it, comes a lot sooner than you realize. And so it's okay. not like you're <laughs> spending your whole life to get there. It's that because you've um, taken more control over your finances, it gets there you get there a lot sooner so and so once you get to z what do you do well you start leaving legacies for your children mm-hmm. and you start leaving uh, uh, <laughs> uh money for not for profits and things like that and you just have that and you do that estate planning you start adjusting the planning to say hey well you know my my children don't need this much so we want to uh uh identify some not-for-profits that we'd like to also leave some funds and you know my husband and i were updating our state right now and that's exactly what we've been doing you know we're thinking that you know we don't have to support our kids to do everything we want them leave them very comfortable but we have enough that we can also help other organizations other not-for-profits that are doing great work for lots of people so um so what (laughs) you know it's like you've you gotten this uh 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 point z and it hits you. Wow. There's point BB and all those things. And so you keep going. You never stop because you've reached a certain point. You just keep going and keep planning and making the money work for you. So, and then you start making that your money work for others
0: as well. Wow. <laughs> That's all I can say. My mind is just mm-hmm. absorbing yeah. okay. all the things that you're telling <laughs> us because again, it's so mm-hmm. important because again, yeah there are so many other communities Mm -hmm. that we are fully aware of that Mm -hmm. these principles have been in place for hundreds of years. Right. Correct. Um, And I think it was a couple weeks ago. I saw someone Mm -hmm. mention that certain cultures of people have Mm -hmm. a hundred, a 100 year plan. Yeah. Right. And I think it was actually pastor Jamal Uh Bryant. I think it was who had mentioned, you know, there was a certain culture of people Mm -hmm. that have a hundred year plan and he was like, And Mm -hmm. most of y'all ain't thought past Labor Day. (laughs) He he cracks me up, but but he was telling the truth.
1: Yeah, true. And so
0: we really Mm -hmm. want to get to a point as individuals, Mm -hmm. as families, as communities, and as a culture of people, and as a world of everybody to be able to make sound financial decisions and for our future and for, like you said, the future of our children. Yes. So when it comes to community wealth building- Mm -hmm yeah like what are your views or perspectives mm-hmm. on how we as a community of people can make a shift yeah well, I think I mean I, I mean, like you said, there are people who have hundred year
1: plans. we have to apply many of those same principles that people have been using forever i agree um uh you know, about eight percent of the u s um population are considered wealthy, and but out of that eight percent, a very small percentage of that. Or African American and other minorities. Seventy-six percent of that eight percent of those considered wealthy are actually white, mm-hmm. and so uh, and we know that a lot of social uh, uh, sins have been committed and that put people behind. But mm-hmm. but there's we don't have to stay behind because um, we certainly have progressed uh, better than our parents, and so we could we mm-hmm. can do better, and then we could teach our children to do better. I think one of the things that it's really important for our community is to um, um, don't, not to rely on debt so much. Um, and, and, and when I say that, I mean debt for miscellaneous things, things that don't add any value. Um, I know when I counsel people, so many people are in debt, and it's really consumer debt, you know, to get that next, you know, hand handbag or get that next um you know watch or whatever but then also things like homes you know um uh people get into so much debt for homes and maybe go a little bit above what they really should do and they let bankers dictate what they should borrow versus taking control of their finances themselves and deciding how much i'm going to borrow because this is what i'm really looking for long term and i think as a community if we start um uh resisting the temptation of the wider society saying this is what you should have and you're able, we have to know that the reason they're making it available to us now when they didn't make it before is because we have so many resources that they want to uh, attach themselves to. to. And we can keep a lot of that if we just um, uh, uh, resist them and save on our own it's like my daughter you know she bought a condo and my husband and i self-financed it for us i financed it for her why should you go to the bank pay us you know we reduce the interest rate pay us the interest why should you be paying them the interest exactly we should uh, uh prepare ourselves to do more of that in our community and start um you know buying things like properties and uh investing in these properties and uh making them available to people and not just properties in the worst communities, buy them in some of the nicer communities, but prepare yourself to be able to do that. Uh, When my husband and I uh, started buying properties, you know, we had prepared ourselves. So when a great deal came along, we could say, well, we'll, yeah, we'll give you cash for that, but you got to bring it down Mm -hmm. $30,000 if you're going to get it. And so we were able to get these things you know, at bargain prices, but in great communities. So, um, we just have to, uh, prepare ourselves, but in preparation for these better things, sometimes you have to do without other, you know, other things. Sometimes you simply have to sacrifice. And, um, and we did do that. We sacrificed. Now we never lived in a home that was not very nice, but we didn't go to, we didn't buy a home that was more than what we, absolutely needed um um and now the space was (laughs) a huge but we we went into an up-and-coming air effort one our second home was in an up-and-coming area versus you know the the top area and then later we were able to move to the area that we ultimately wanted to but while we sacrificed during that time we were able to save money so when interest rates and things came down or when we found that great deal like the house we're in now we had, we we looked at that house twice. It was too much. But the person who was in it lad, before us had gone way above his means and bought it, lost it, and we went in there and got it. Because, what a blessing. But we waited on those things versus just going after him right away. And that way we could build wealth and, and take control of some things that other people have control of right now. So,
0: <laughs> I think it's really important for... You know what you said in terms mm-hmm. of the sacrifice. Yeah. Right. And we know sacrifice, right? Yes. We sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you mm-hmm. had a, a goal. And I'm yes. sure you had to sacrifice. Yes. I had to make lots of sacrifices right. to <laughs> law school. We make sacrifices for our children. Correct. Yes. Um, you have two very established children. Mm-hmm. And I pray one day <laughs> that I, all three of mine will as well. But yeah. they're the sacrifices that yes. you make. Because I joke all the time when mm-hmm. people are like, oh, well, I have friends that are mm-hmm. doing all this jet setting, and hey, hang- and they uh-huh. don't have any kids, and I'm yeah. like, if I didn't have <laughs> these three kids, baby, y'all think I'm flying out? Oh my yeah, goodness, right, what I could right, do, right. you know? Yeah. But I, of course, uh-huh. I would never trade my children for the world. Right, but again, right. there's the uh-huh. sacrifices exactly. I knew going into it. Uh-huh. My husbands and I that oh, we want kids, and yeah, there's a sacrifice right. in that exactly. time. Money, Money? Yes. all of that. Yes. So I think sometimes mm-hmm. we are, like you said, because mm-hmm. of the ways of the world. Yeah, we are. We're sacrificing the wrong thing. Correct. So we're sacrificing yes. our financial mm-hmm. freedom. Yes. For the shoes, right? For the handbag yes. to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. Um. And so we're not making the right mm-hmm. sacrifices. Correct. And so true. And I think that is what a mm-hmm. lot of times trips us mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um. Because if we could just again change the mindset right, right. change the mindset that we yes. need to stop making mm-hmm. the wrong sacrifices right. and start making yes. the right ones so my next question is mm-hmm. and we've kind of you've mm-hmm. kind of already ta- touched yeah. on it what are some of our biggest mistakes that we're making? You mentioned fast food. Yeah. you mentioned the ham- And See, I'm guilty. Okay, my yeah. husband is the cook in our house. Oh, I mean, wow, I, I can great. cook, but yeah. he loves to cook. Oh, and wonderful! And he's a really good yeah. cook. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, of course, I could mm-hmm. clean and do and and yeah. take care and do what I need to do. But I love. I'm mm-hmm. a foodie. Yeah, and okay. so is yeah. my uh, podcast uh-huh. producer, and we ha- and he has the new excuse <coughs> me, <coughs> Urban Eats. Oh, okay, sure. The new Urban Eats, yeah. come and check him out okay. um, and like and subscribe, but I'm a foodie, <coughs> mm-hmm. so I will get caught up buying food because I, I love, you can't tell, but I love to eat. And so, um, like you said, the shoes, the handbags, and <coughs> I feel that you can have nice things, yep. But again, there's the but, there's that scary yeah. B word right, that so right, many of us right. don't understand. So what are some of <clears throat> the biggest mistakes that we're making? Um, I, the biggest, I think some of the big, what I've seen,
1: and, and my husband and I are guilty of this too, the biggest mistakes we, may, we make are really trying to keep up with um, the culture around us. Whether they are our siblings, whether they are our friends, and um, or what society says we should be doing, social media, social media, all of these things are uh, present a certain amount of pressure on us to appear a certain way, even if we're not really that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we go after things, and oftentimes we use debt, and we just do it too. We just do it too soon. Instead of waiting and being patient, we we get things too soon. Um, As someone mentioned to me, because I am kind of a handbag person, if I'm honest, at this point. And someone mentioned to me. A uh, woman after my own heart. (laughs) who's very young, you know, 20s at the time. Oh, I just want those handbags. I said, well, I didn't buy my first one until everything, all my debt was paid, including my house and my car. I did not buy a, a really nice handbag until... All of that happened and so when I buy them now and I really don't buy many now because I just don't even have room for them if I'm honest but I would (laughs) never have put that as part of my want as in my want column before it's time okay and I would never I would have never bought a handbag on on credit and the reason I would do it is because I used to do those things and what I discovered is that the pressure of the debt was greater than the pressure of not being able to keep up with those around me. So that's why I always say know yourself. And if you know yourself and you know your relationship with money, like me, you know, I am an advertiser's dream. I am. I buy things based on advertisement uh, on TV on commercials. TikTok commercial made stuff. me buy it.
0: Instagram, yeah, at, exactly. Oh, Instagram oh, has guess. made me buy so much stuff. Facebook has made me buy so much. Yes. You know, being older,
1: I love Facebook, and I have bought so many things oh. on Facebook. Yeah, and you're thinking, oh my gosh! But I had, prior to getting to like where I am now, I had to manage myself, manage my expectations, manage my money and say, no, you can't do those things. Not until you're ready. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready, go for it. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we think we're ready way too soon. Um, you know, I am a Dave Ramsey, a financial counselor. And one of his uh, tag phrases is live like no one else. So you could live like no one else. And what he's saying is restrict yourself. And yeah, go ahead and live less than your means because one day, you're going to be living like nobody else, and I would say that really is exactly what happened with my husband and I. We mm-hmm. lived like no one else, and there were people who felt, felt sorry for us. Not that we didn't have funds, but we we weren't ready yet to, you know, use those funds for, you know, other things. And then people are like, "What happened to you guys?" I'm like, "Nothing. We just." We had to wait (laughs) on its timing. So um, I I encourage people not to get ahead of themselves, you know, um, uh, set out that plan. I'm not sure if I do a hundred year plan, but I certainly want to have a plan for me. And once I'm gone and 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 have some initial plans for my children. And if I have grandchildren, which I don't right now, but if one day I have grandchildren, my plan will extend to them. And so I have, I, I, I have these plans for myself and my kids and how I want to leave them, and then I'll update that based on my grandkids if I have those. But um, I could have never gotten there if I hadn't timed things appropriately, had I had not gotten things in its right timing. So, yeah.
0: I am so inspired. Mm-hmm. Let me okay. let me just say this. Because mm-hmm. and look, he, mm-hmm. our, Chris is he's nodding. Like <laughs> okay. I am so inspired mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. and I know so many mm-hmm. people watching and listening will be mm-hmm. because again, yeah. everybody feels like I can't get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. in so yeah. much, I'm in so much student loan debt. I'm in so much credit card debt. And They just don't, they feel hopeless. Yeah. And so for you to be able to sit here Mm -hmm. looking fabulous (laughs) and you're like, oh, well now if I want the handbag, you Uh. know, now I can do what I want. You know, now I'm in a position that when I am blessed with grandbabies, like I can include them and ain't nobody going to come up show, you know, my kids, my Mm -hmm. kids, kids. Mm -hmm. That is so inspiring. And that is such a blessing to know that it is possible. Yeah. Right, it is possible right. for people of uh-huh. color. Yes, um, it is possible for communities mm-hmm. of color and yes. it's possible for anyone because, Correct. again, we already know so many other mm-hmm. communities have yeah. already right. started these plans and are executing yeah. these plans and living their best life. Right. Correct. Yes. And so to be able to sit and listen mm-hmm. to someone yeah. uh-huh. living, yeah. breathing and fabulous say, you know, <laughs> it is possible possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's going to take work.
1: Yeah, it's going to take work. And I would also say for those people who are faith, you know, faith in God, uh, excellent. Believe that God can do for you more than you ever thought he could do. And and when my husband and I realized where we were, one of the first things we did was go to God and ask for a direction. What should we do? And he led us to a Fabulous Christian uh, financial. Uh, uh, I would say he's a guru, guru who's no longer with us, Larry Burkett, and Dave Ramsey built his program after working for Larry Burkett. Okay, and so um, we took that advice and used and loud and and use that information to guide us to our financial uh, in our financial success journey. But we also took faith with us, believing that God can do things. There's a scripture that I absolutely love that. Uh, now unto him who's able to do exceeding, exceedingly abundantly, abundantly above all we can ask or think. Most people don't really get that scripture. It's saying that not only can he do abundantly, he will exceed abundant. Mm-hmm. He will exceed, exceeding. and if you can, if you really, if you can think about how well things can be for you, you don't have an idea of what God can do because that's only what you can see. God does so much more for you than what you can imagine. And when we could grasp hold to that faith and kind of relax in God helping us do the impossible, the impossible happens, but it's only impossible to us because our vision is limited. You know, it's so kind finite. Of, it's finite. Lord, we see infinite. through a glass right. in this life and God sees it all. And I will say, and what I document in this book is things that God did for us were beyond extraordinary even even preparing us for retirement when we had no clue what he was doing putting my husband in a who you know started out in general banking but in the kind of banking he is now that that generates wealth for anybody who's in that kind of banking <laughs> only god did those things and i write these stories down because god if we leave things to god he actually prepares things what so far in advance that we don't have an idea and only we can mess it up <laughs> if we start getting in the way so if you if you think it's impossible and you have faith connect those two and 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 you can relax a little bit more about the journey you're about to take in, uh that journey to financial freedom so
0: <laughs> wow
1: and it can happen to anybody but if you have faith it just helps you relax uh,
0: it in God. does yeah it <laughs> does. he is in complete control yes. and that is so important because yeah. again Ephesians three twenty is one of my oh my and again, Mm -hmm. even in the current space that I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm believing him and I've said it time and time that I'm believing you for three twenty. Yes. In this space. And so and he's doing it. You know. And and so just to hear you Mm -hmm. say, Yeah, look. I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. let, let's do it. Let's yeah, fix, right, <laughs> fix right, it, Jesus. Right. You know, we are like going to get this <laughs> done. Yeah. And, and he mm-hmm. did it for you. And you, did and you did all, but faith without works is dead, Exactly. Right. So you had to do the work exactly. with your faith. You had right. to make the sacrifice with Correct. your faith. You had to yes. do all the things yes. you and your husband that you needed yes. to do with mm-hmm. your faith. Right. And look at you right. right. then.
1: A- and I, I glad, I'm glad you brought that up, faith without works, you know, because so many people just want... Just if the God could just send me all yeah, the yeah, they ability. just want the blessing yeah, and I'm like, mm. there's a if, process. even if he gave it to you, you would handle it exactly I like know. you're handling and things now, be awful. and it would yeah, <laughs> it would just be awful. And, yeah, so he wants to give it to the people who are going to be faithful, and that's what he does. Good so. stewardship, good good stewards, and he requires that we be good stewards. So, um, and that's for the people of faith. But I will tell you, good financial uh, management is what uh, uh all the financial people talk about whether you're david kramer or whomever uh, uh susan Orman, i think is name. Right, all these people who talk about the exact same thing some put it from a biblical perspective and some don't use a biblical mm-hmm. perspective the fact of the matter they're the same principles uh-huh. you know be good stewards you know be temperate in what you do take control for those of us who have faith we say we're going to do what we want, have to do, but we're going to take it with faith. And then God said, okay, I kind of handle, I'll handle a lot of things in the background
0: for you. So as you work this thing out, so. <laughs> and that sounds like a complete God moment mm-hmm. when you were like, mm-hmm. oh, we looked at that house. And then yeah. we were like, oh. yeah. But yeah. what He has for you, it is for you. Right. So exactly. it was for you, was just for not us. in that season. And then what uh-huh. you say, you got exactly yeah. what you wanted right. in the right season, right. and He made the price point right. perfect. So, I mean, to the the point we were able to pay cash,
1: we didn't have to go in and get any debt for it. And we did all the work we wanted to without going into debt at all. So, I mean, when God does it, he does it in an amazing way. So Wow. So Mm -hmm. tell us where we can find your book. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, The book is called Simply Grateful by Regina Fowler. And uh, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, It comes in hard copy and softback, but you can also download it on Kindle, um, which is the cheapest way to do it. Um, And I really encourage you to get it, Not, not because I wrote it, but because it's a good book (laughs) and, um, um, I think you will enjoy it. Um, and then the last four chapters, uh, really speak to specific principles of financial management, budgeting, um, giving, actually the miracle of giving. Um, and, uh, I have a chapter in there for married couples, how married couples can work together, uh, to produce this, um, uh, combined financial freedom. So,
0: (laughs) Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so
0: how can people reach
1: you? Okay, sure. Um well, I do have a website now and it's called www.simplygratefulbyreginafowler.com or you can reach me at reach me through my not for profit which is c the letter c the word hope chopeministry. Uh, at @gmail.com. So okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hope Ministry yeah. At gmail.com Correct, correct. Mhm. Wow.
0: <laughs> this was great. I know you all loved it because <laughs> it, it was just fantastic. Um, so much mm-hmm. that you said, yeah. so much that you imparted that we needed. Yeah. We needed, yeah. everybody needed, yes. not just. Anyone who makes money, anybody who has bills to pay, anybody who has a kid or whatever needed the information that you gave us today. And I really hope you all reach out to Mm -hmm. Regina and, and reach out about, you know, consulting or, Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Thank you so much. Thank like you like for I having me. Thank I appreciate you. I am so it. grateful that Ryan connected us because yeah, this was yeah. amazing. Thanks, Ryan. And I've already <laughs>
1: asked you, will you come back? Of course I will. I love to do this. That is
0: awesome. <laughs> and so thank you so mm-hmm. much sure, for sure, joining sure. us today. You You're are welcome. amazing. Thank you so much. And I really enjoy your program. This is amazing as well. Thank you. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you. And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you'll, and that always happens. Okay. Okay. And thank you for joining us today on Pearls and Politics podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and you'll join us again next week. In the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you then. Thank you.